0: Hello and welcome, my name is Father William Maestry, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for the 21st Sunday of the year, August the 21st. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 13, verses 22 through 30. Luke, chapter 13, verses 22 through 30. Now, it's helpful to remember that the Gospel of Luke is specifically addressed to Gentiles, of course, those who are not Jewish. It's also very much directed to those who are outcast and sinners, those who are looked down upon and rejected by all of the morally upright and too often uptight people who often go around passing judgments on other people in terms of their closeness to God, their moral fitness, their virtues, their holiness. All of those kinds of things, all the while feeling themselves quite superior because they are the chosen people. They are the ones who are the children of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. They are the people of the promise. And those who are not, those who are deemed inferior, are rejected. And such people usually populated, the Pharisees and the scribes, and all of those who considered themselves far superior to others. And the Gospel of Luke often turns that completely around and says that those who are righteous in their own eyes, the self righteous those who are quick to judge others in terms of their moral and spiritual fitness. Those are the ones who are very much on the outside in terms of God's judgment, the way in which God looks upon people. For it is for the sinner, the outcast, the rejected, that Jesus has come. He is the divine physician, who comes to heal the sin-sick soul, to restore and to reconcile all those who are separated from Almighty God because of the lives that they have lived. But Jesus shows them the divine mercy. does not reject them, but in fact he gathers them so that they may be healed. And so in our reading, Jesus is going through the cities and towns. He's teaching, and he's making his way. Remember, every every step is a journey towards Jerusalem for his rendezvous with his passion, death, and resurrection, which is why he came, to fulfill the will of the Father and to reconcile us to Almighty God the Father through his death and resurrection. And as he's walking and teaching, someone says to him, Lord, are there few in number who are going to be saved? And Jesus says, try to come in through the narrow door. Many, I tell you, will try to enter and will be unable. Come through the narrow door. Not the door of your own self righteousness, not your own self identification, which we seem to be big into today, self identifying ourselves. But it is the Lord who reads hearts, who knows what's in our minds and in our intentions. Come through that narrow door. Many will try to enter, and they will be unable why can't they why can't they enter, even though it's narrow can always turn to the side and kind of squeeze through it's because they are so filled with the baggage of their own righteousness, their own goodness, their own moral superiority that they're not able to get in they can't fit It's like getting on an aeroplane, and the seats are very narrow and sometimes You have to occupy two seats. They have to move the uh, armrest separating the two seats uh, because you simply can't fit. And so Jesus says, once the master of the house has risen to lock the door and you stand outside knocking and saying, Sir, open for us. And the master is going to reply, I don't know where you come from. And those on the outside will say, but wait, we ate and drank in your company. You taught in our streets. Jesus will say, I tell you, I do not know where you come from. Away from me. And that's pretty sobering words for us, isn't it? We may present ourselves in church. Every Sunday, we participate in the Eucharist, we hear, doesn't mean we listen, but we hear the word of God, the gospel, the readings from scripture, we may even dip in and out of the sermon. We ate and drank, we ate the body of Christ, we drank his blood, we heard the gospel. We heard the scriptures. We listened in some degree to the sermon. But then we went off and promptly forgot everything. We didn't carry it through. It didn't really nourish us. As we say, it went in one ear and out the other. It didn't take root in our hearts. We didn't live what we heard what we experienced what we part, what we, which we take a part in it stayed in the church it didn't come with us it didn't take root and we can say lord look we ate and drank we were in the church we listened no you heard but you didn't live it you didn't take it outside And Jesus, finally, at the end, he says, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, they're there, but you yourselves were rejected. Why? Because you were too crowded with your own self-estimation. You didn't have humility, the need for repentance and conversion." You didn't, you didn't let what you receive become a part of your life. It all remained outside. You put it in your bag of righteousness, and you can't fit through the door because you have all of that that you're carrying with you. And who will be inside? It will be the, the poor, the sinful the outcast, the rejected and despised. Why? Because they had no righteousness of their own. And they turned to God and said, the great sin of prayer, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. I don't have any luggage. I don't have any baggage. I I am here standing before you in all of the poverty of my condition so you can be my riches you can fill me up you can give me what I cannot do for myself those come in because they realize how much they need the mercy the grace and the forgiveness which God wants to give us in abundance. If only we recognize and acknowledge our own need for God, and not for ourselves, not for all the things we can accumulate and present to God. It is in our poverty that God becomes our riches. And Jesus ends by saying, Some who are last will be first, and some who are first will be last. The whole turning upside down of the way in which we evaluate. The first, they're number one, the last. Well, we'll get around to them. But in the kingdom of God, it is the last who are first. Those who are called in out of their poverty and their sinfulness, out of their need, those are the ones who respond to Jesus because they've tried all the other things and they haven't brought them peace and mercy. It is when in our poverty we turn to the Lord that the Lord becomes our riches and way beyond our comprehension and certainly our ability. So let us each day, in our own poverty and our own need, turn to the Lord. We will not be rejected. For Jesus tells us there is more rejoicing in heaven over one repentant sinner than over the 99 who have no need of repentance. In our poverty, in our sinfulness, we can turn to the Lord. Heaven will rejoice, and so will we, because we will truly be healed and accepted into the presence of God for all eternity. God bless you.